How is everybody doing out there? This is the Armor of God podcast. First and foremost, we want to give thanks and praises to our Heavenly Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is by Him that we were able to even wake up this morning and breathe the breath of life. So, and in and, and, and more things, and even more things beyond that. You know, we want to thank and praise God and praise our Heavenly Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Today is strictly going to be, we're going to be talking about homosexuality and the sin. We're going to be talking about the sin, not the person. And quickly, I'm going to read a a scripture for you. It's just one scripture, but I'm just going to read it in two different Bibles. Um, it is in first Timothy and we're going to read verses eight through 10. So we're going to be, if you have your King James version, or if you have the Christian standard Bible, so I'm going to be reading out of the, out of the King James version Bible. And the Christian Standard Bible. So, um, first and foremost, let's read this in First Timothy verses. Um, actually, I'm going to read verses nine through ten. So, let's look at what that says. No, I'm going to read verses eight through ten. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, but let's get the reading. It says here in First Timothy one verses eight through ten. But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. Okay. And what that is saying is we know that the law is good, which is, you know, God's commandments, God's, you know, way of life for us. And it's saying here that it is only good if men use it correctly, if we use it correctly. And when it says man, it's talking about man and woman. So man, woman. So um, I know, notice that there's a lot of men and man in the Bible, um, but it actually speaks on women and men when it says that. So, but we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. Okay. And it says, at verse 9, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers. So it's telling us that God's law is not made for people who do the right thing. It is made for people who sin, who are disobedient to God. Okay, so let's continue. For whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. So it's letting you know that anything where it says anything that is contrary to sound doctrine or any other thing that is sound um, contrary to sound doctrine. So it means that anything that is different from what the word of God says, it is um, 
disobedient. It's sin. Okay. It is that it's for those people who are different, you know, who teach different things from sound doctrine. So that's one of the things that's very, very important for us to understand here today is um verse 10 in first Timothy. We want to understand this verse here because this is where homosexuality comes in in first Timothy and at verse 10 it says for whoremongers and for them that defile themselves with mankind that is speaking on homosexuality when it says those who defile themselves with mankind that is on that is um speaking on homosexuality so let's read that same exact verse first verse timothy um first timothy um verses 8 through 10 so and it says here in the christian and i'm reading in the christian standard bible now and it says but we know that the law is good provided one uses it legitimately we know that the law is not meant for a righteous person but for the lawless and rebellious for the ungodly and sinful for the unholy and irreverent, for those who kill their fathers and mothers, for murderers, for the sexual, immoral, and homosexuals, for slave traders, liars, perjurers, and perjurers, and for whatever else is contrary to the sound teaching. So, right there, it was so so plain. It specifically said for the homosexuals. So that's what people have to realize that King James Version is actually God talk. So it's not going to be, it's not going to say homosexual, you know, but in the Christian standard Bible, they knew this is just really, uh, breaks it down from what the King James Version says. And in the Christian standard Bible, it simply just said homosexuals because that's what that means. Defile themselves with mankind. So, what I really, really, really want to talk about is the sin, homosexuality. And that's the only verse I'm going to read. There's actually more verses that you can read, um, like Leviticus 20 and at verse 13. And you can also Google verses on homosexuality. And I'm pretty sure it's going to most definitely give you Leviticus 20, 13 or, um, some, and, and some other verses on homosexuality. So, um, we want to talk about the sin of homosexuality, the sin of homosexuality. And one of the deep questions that I know a lot of people have is, do God still love people that live that lifestyle? Does God still love a person that is homosexual? Yes. God loves the person. Okay, but hates the sin. This was something that was brought to my mind. I'm not sure if it was from the Holy Holy Ghost, but I'm going to still give the Holy Spirit, God, the glory and the praise because I know that it's right. You know, I realized that, you know, I had to compare this with how um, the Israelites continued to rebel and sin against God. But God kept taking them back every time they would pray, whatever they would do. God just continue to still be there for them. But when they committed a sin, they were punished by death or curses. 
Okay, so either they whatever sin they committed, it was either punishable by death or God would curse them. Okay, so one of the things that we have to realize is that we have to take ourselves as a person out of the situation and we have to look at the sin within itself. So this is strictly for if you're living the lifestyle of homosexuality and you really, really, truly want to give your life to God, but you're still trying to hold on to that lifestyle. You cannot. And I'm a repeat. You cannot love God and still live the lifestyle of homosexuality. You can't. You cannot give your life to God and still um, live the lifestyle of homosexuality. It's not possible. We cannot love God and the devil. You know, we have to choose who we're going to serve. And part of that choosing who we're going to serve um, uh, we have to realize that if we serve God, we have to make some sacrifices. But if we serve the devil, then you don't have to make sacrifices. You could just live your life the way that you want to, but you're going to hell. And that's just period, point blank. And a lot of people don't like to hear it that blunt. But I don't regret anything that I say because I once lived the lifestyle of homosexuality. And I know what it takes to have to give your, give that all up and give your life to God and really mean it and really be sincere about it. Um, one of the things that really got me when I got saved was the fact that I still had emotions. I still had feelings for women. I still wanted to be with a woman and I had to be honest with God and I'm still honest with God. Sometimes my, my flesh craves what it used to have. Okay. So I have to be, even though God knows all things, we still want to come to him in prayer and we still want to be honest about everything that we're feeling. But one of the things I had to realize was to not look at myself as a person, but to look at the sin and look at the things that, you know, added to what made me act the way that I was, that are uh, made me act out how I was feeling. So I acted out the way that I was feeling, the thoughts that were in my mind, the emotions that I had toward women. I acted that out and, and, and eventually I ended up, you know, living the lifestyle of homosexuality. So one of the things that I realized that God does not hate the person but he does hate the sin. And one of the things that we have to also realize, and I'm asking the Lord, put the words in my mouth to say, but one of the things that we really have to realize is that as a person, we know, we really know right from wrong. And let's just break it down like this. We know that if a man and a woman can make a baby and two men and two women can't something within that, you know, situation, something within that situation we know is something wrong with us. We don't want to really, you know, what is it? We don't want to 
Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to look for the word. <laughs> but I, I want to say that we don't ha- we don't want to confront that issue. So that was the word I was looking for. Confront. We don't want to want to confront ourselves. We don't want to be like, okay, I know that this lifestyle is wrong. Us is uh, not us because I don't live that lifestyle no more. But people who live the homosexual lifestyle. They don't want to confront the truth. And that's what makes it hard for, you know, people to give their life because they don't want to confront the truth. Uh, And that's what makes it hard for other people. You know, that's what makes it hard for themselves because they don't want to confront the truth. And I keep saying that because it's really so deep, you know, when you think about it, because, you know, something deep down within, you know, that it's something wrong. But this but Satan blinds you from those types of thoughts. So for a long time, you can go without thinking, oh, I'm doing something wrong. But when you first was getting into the lifestyle because you kept it from someone or you kept it from one of your family members because you knew that they wouldn't agree with the lifestyle that you were living. Those things made you think like, okay, dang, is there something wrong with me? Because I did. When even before I really lived and went into the homosexual lifestyle, I said, you know, I thought about a man being with a woman and only they even live in the lifestyle. I said only a man and a woman can make a baby. Two women can't make a baby and a man and another man can't make a baby. It's not natural. You know, the natural is. And then I read in the Bible, you know, that's what's natural. It says that, you know, it actually um, speaks on women being with another woman and a man being with another man in Romans chapter one, verses 25 through 27. If you read Romans chapter one, verses um, 25 through 27, you will see that God actually calls it unnatural. So it's an unnatural behavior. It's an ordinate affection. So when a woman wants another woman or when a man wants another man that is unnatural to God. So why would something that is unnatural to God, why would he agree with that lifestyle? You know what I'm saying? He's not going to agree with something that he forbids. And that's what we as everybody has to understand. Um, People who live the homosexual lifestyle have to understand. Um, that God forbids the lifestyle of homosexuality. It's not that he forbids the person. Take yourself out of it and look at the sin itself. Read scriptures, read the Bible, see how God feels about the lifestyle that you're living. So if you won't, don't want to give that up for, for God, that just means that the devil got more of a hold on you than God does. But fortunately, God had more of a hold on me than the devil did. So I chose and we do. I almost said we always say I, but it is God who chooses us. You know, God chose to save me from the spirit of homosexuality. That's because that's what it is. It's a demonic spirit. Homosexuality is a spirit from the pits of hell. Any man that can like another man, any woman that can like another woman, that is from the pits of hell. 
Okay, it comes from the devil himself, Satan himself. He is deceitful. He wants a woman to want another woman. He wants a man to want another man because then he got your soul. And I want to read something from my Bible study because it was so deep. The way that um, the Lord actually broke this down in our Bible study. Our, our Bible study is our Holy Ghost led. Okay. Okay. So, yes, I really want to read this. It's, it's actually from our Bible study. But this is something that is so important. And what people have to realize when it comes to homosexuality, lesbian, gays. There are three stages of God abandoning people to spiritual and moral impurity. So before I read that, I want to read Romans 1 24 and it says, wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanliness through, through the lust of their own bodies between themselves. And it says here in the fire Bible, I want to read that too. It says, God also gave them up. And it says a sure sign that God is strongly displeased and has abandoned a society is their increased focus, focus on sexual immorality and perversion. The term God gave them up to uncleanness means that God allowed these persons to completely go their own way experiencing the full effects of their lust and vow affections. This term for lust refers to a very strong desire for ungodly sexual activity and pleasure. Such behavior, after it has run its full course, often brings harsh consequences and becomes its own form of judgment. Whew, that's deep because it's basically saying that when you get yourself into any sin, but especially we speaking on homosexuality right now, it's saying that you are creating judgment for yourself. So God gave us over to uncleanliness, gave us over to be able to sin to, you know, so that we can create judgment within ourselves. So we're going to be judged for every sin that we commit. And because God gave us over to sin, we are now judged for all of those sins that we commit. So, and I'm going to read on. It says, there are three stages of God abandoning people to spiritual and moral impurity. And it says, A, giving them over to sinful sexual pleasures that are shameful use that are a shameful use of the body b giving them over to homosexual or lesbian passions c 
giving them over to a corrupted mind, a twisted way of thinking by which they justify their ungodly actions and uncontrolled passions of sin, which means that you try in your mind, it's right. You justify. So in your mind, the way that you live in is right. Your lifestyle is correct in your eyes. Okay. These stages occur among people who forcefully continue to reject the truth of God's word and look for pleasure through ungodly sensual desires and behavior. God has two purposes in abandoning people to their own sinful ways. Listen closely. A. To allow sin and its consequences to increase as part of his judgment on them. B. To bring them to a point of realizing their need for God's mercy, forgiveness, spiritual salvation, and a right relationship with God. I want to read A again. And and it refers to God's purposes of abandoning people. To their own sinful ways. And A says to allow sin and its consequences to increase as part of his judgment on them. That means God gave you over to what you wanted to do. So that way as many sins as you commit doing what you want to do. Your consequences, everything that you do is going to be a part of the judgment that God has on you. And that's sad. That's really, 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 really sad, actually. Because it's letting us know that, period, God does not like the sin. He is not pleased with the sin of homosexuality. And I hope that I was able to reach someone out there today. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, actually. If this was a little tough for a lot of homosexuals out there, but God is making a way for me. God is working towards delivering me and I just have to be patient. I have to wait on God. It's so many things that I haven't done. So many things that I realized like God is really working on me. Like, and I, I just know it. And I think, I thank the Lord and hallelujah. That's what I just um, felt them, um, heard in my mind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me, for giving me a chance at salvation to give my life to you, to sacrifice my everything, Lord. So thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. And I thank you guys for tuning in and listening to this podcast today on homosexuality. Like I said, I'm not sorry if this hurt a lot of people's feelings. What we have to realize is that in the end, it's what God wants. If we choose to follow God, it's, we have to make sacrifices. It is what God wants. We have to make those sacrifices to give up living that homosexual lifestyle. Give up living that lifestyle of smoking weed and partying. Give up living that lifestyle of gambling and going out to the clubs and things of that nature. So I just want to say God bless everybody out there. And I hope you are a wise listener. God bless you all. Thank you.